Hey, this is Charlie Reese from the Reese Brothers. We're here at GMF, and you're listening to Rockin' Night. interviewing the Rees Brothers from Clearwater. So we are talking about this beautiful festival, the Gasparilla Music Festival. How did you guys get this gig? Um, well, we kind of, we've been uh, trying for a couple of years and this year it really worked out where a uh, uh, connection we have at the Clearwater Jazz Hall, because we played the Clearwater Jazz Hall a couple years back and a connection with that helped us get into here this time and we we're very excited about that. Uh, we've been coming here for a couple of years, and now to get up and play is just insane, so we're very excited. So, um, we talked a little bit about Clearwater. Um, tell me, tell me, tell me who else is doing the same method of using the organ or the keyboards for the bass while you're playing the drums? Well, honestly, I haven't found anyone right now doing it, and I thought, you know, when we started, I thought it'd be a common thing. But uh, so far, we're the only ones that do it, and I kind of did it out of necessity because we couldn't find a bass player, so I taught myself to do it. So Rayman Zarek from The Doors was really the one that was adding a lot of the bass in the bottom to Doors music. And of course, as we know, being from Clearwater, The Doors have a Clearwater, Florida connection, as Jim Morrison uh, spent some of his teen years in Clearwater. So tell me a little bit about um, who you're um, actually emulating when it comes to guitars. Well, I like a lot of uh, blues guitarists like Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, but what, who made me want to play guitar was Jimi Hendrix. When I first saw him, I just really wanted to play guitar and kind of do what he's doing. But uh, nowadays, uh, yeah, Stevie Ray, Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, Jack Johnson, um, more of the laid back guitarists actually, not really like heavy metal guitarists, but like uh, uh, more acoustic style, I guess. Yeah. Um, a lot of the guitarists today are going for this peace, love, heavy, groovy, dig it wild type of music rather than the wailing heavy metal. Is, is that where you think you're at? I think so, yeah. I mean, we like to do a lot of more hard rock stuff, but yeah, I really like to play the more laid back stuff too. Are you a fan of uh, people like uh, Nako Bear and um, and Michael Franti? Yeah, I love them, yeah. Yeah, they're some of my favorites too. So, tell me a little bit about your musical heritage and how your family plays into this. Okay, well, yeah, um, uh, our grandparents were both professional musicians in Chicago. My grandfather was a well-known bassist in Chicago for studio musicians, and then when people would come to town, he would play bass for them. He did that for Jackson 5 and Sonny and Cher. And he was in a jazz group that opened for the Beatles at Comiskey Park um, in 1962, I think. Um, so that's it's kind of in the genes, I guess. But uh, our uh, father introduced us to a lot of music, and we got obsessed, and we've uh, been working hard at it since we were pretty little. 
So um, that one thing in 62 before the Beatles, was that before the Beatles at Shea Stadium? Uh, Comiskey Park in Chicago. Okay. Oh, I see. So the Beatles at Shea Stadium maybe were a little bit later, maybe if the following year. Because at that time, that was the largest concert that had ever happened. So when did you all move down here from up north? I've lived here my whole life. I was born here. Uh, but uh, I, I moved here when I was three years old, so we're pretty much Floridians. Yeah. yeah. And um, how did musical practice play into schoolwork? Was that a challenge? It definitely was. Uh, we were playing three or four shows a week when we first started uh, at different bars on the beaches and stuff. And we played 11 o'clock at night, and then you'd have to get up at 6 for school, so that was kind of rough. So uh, when I was a senior in high school, I switched to online school. And then when Kevin was like in a freshman, he switched to online. That enabled us to uh, you know, work on our own hours, play more shows, travel, and still get our school done. Now, since you're still in school, um, what do you find challenging now about being an, in online school and um, taking care of business when it comes to music? Uh, online school is very uh, helpful because if we're on the road somewhere, uh, I can just do it on my laptop. I don't have to worry about uh, missing a show because I have to do schoolwork. Or I can just take it on the road and then do shows at night and then in the daytime do schoolwork. It works out really well. And I'm going to ask this crazy question. Who is the most shy of the two of you? Um, I'd say uh, it's always been me, but music has really uh, brought me out of that for sure. And you, since you play guitar, what is another instrument that you would like to learn? Uh, I play a lot of drums now, but I really want to get good at that. Definitely drums. But you play ukulele too. Yeah. Ukulele and bass, guitar, yeah. There were so many questions that I had uh, in regards to what you're listening to right now. So let me just throw this one out there. Um, what is in the CD player? Um, a lot of reggae music, actually, like Slightly Stupid, Revolution. We're a big fan of reggae right now, the current reggae rock scene that's happening. Uh, but I love uh, Black Keys, Lost of the People, and then... Old school, The Doors, The Smiths, Nirvana, Chili Peppers, all that stuff. Do you think that um, the current trend is to mix the genres up in regards to rock and reggae? Yeah, yeah, I think we do. Uh, I think a lot of the music now is like combined with reggae influences and more hard rock. And I think it works well when you put like reggae and rock together rather than just straight reggae or straight rock. I think. Do you think rock is, um, the rock when you mix it up with the reggae, um, could be actually called a different format, like socially conscious music? Yeah, I think there's a lot of different names for it. Uh, reggae rock is the most mainstream name. Uh, Do you all listen to U UNRB, which is a local band? Heard of them, yes. Um, we actually did, Rocket Knight actually did a podcast with Noah Rockford of the band, with the band when they were playing here back about six months ago. And um, what do you think of his band's use of the brass instruments? And would you two like to do that as well? 
I think it's really cool what they do, like the, the ska, it's mostly ska, but they have a, uh, I think he plays electric ukulele and instead of guitar, and that's really cool, because uh, most bands, or at least ska bands, don't have the ukulele, so that's really cool. Now, Noel Rockford called himself a band nerd. Would you consider yourself a band nerd? I'd say so. Wait. Well, I mean, he might be talking about school band, and we never really did that, so I guess not like in that terms. You know. So the music that you guys were doing was extracurricular activity. It wasn't done in school. Right. And what else did you do in school in regards to extracurricular? Were you guys, either of you into sports or? Uh, I played baseball uh, since I was like five until about ten years old. So I've been playing most of my life. And. If you were going to resurrect um, a rock star that's already passed on and sit at his feet and mentor under him or her, um, who would it be? Oh, absolutely, uh, Jim Morrison or Ray Manzarek. Some, just that band blows my mind every time. And for you? Probably Jimi Hendrix, definitely. Uh, who? is out there right now that's pr pretty much at the top of their game that you would like to meet in person? Uh, Black Keys, for sure, or Jack White. Okay. Oh, I love Jack White. Yeah. Uh, probably Slightly Stupid. Okay. Yeah, they're good, too. Oh, God. You, you guys have some great um, people to emulate. <laughs> so... Where do you expect to go from here? What are what's your vision of the next five years? Um, we love to be uh, touring more and uh, recording more. We're heading out on a tour next month, so we're very excited about that. We're, we're opening up, up for uh, Butch Trucks, who is uh, the drummer for the Almond Brothers. We're doing a tour opening for him next month, so that should be awesome. And we just want to be on the road as much as possible. And you're finishing school when? I am not sure. Well, he's a junior right now. So. Yeah. One more year, yeah. So, yeah, how is this, uh, the touring is going to be kind of challenging with the school? Yeah, I mean, I can do uh, the shows at night and do uh, online school in the daytime. Uh, and uh, it, it works out either way. You're doing a benefit? Is it the benefit with Butch Trucks? or? Yeah, that's one of the but, Okay, and then um, what other uh, stops along the way that you can think of? Um, actually, they're not all done yet, but we know we're hitting Atlanta, Charlotte, uh, Macon, Georgia, uh, Melbourne, Bradenton, uh, but we'll have a, the whole schedule out hopefully next week. And uh, how can people find you? Um, our website, ReachBrothers.com, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, iTunes. And you, you basically are making money off the music already every time somebody plays you on Spotify. Right. right. Yeah, and then uh, these days uh, the money's made in merch and live shows, so we're doing our best to be the uh, best live we can. And we take pride in our live show. It's really important for us. How supportive has your family been? Oh, very, yeah, very supportive. Uh, they help us at every show. Um, with, like, merchandise, they uh, help us with that. And... Every show they're out there uh, talking to people, making new fans for us, telling people about us. And at home they're always uh, working for us, either on our website, Facebook yeah, page. Incredible, for sure. Do they serve basically as managers, as your managers right now? 
They have been, and, and they've been insanely helpful, everything they can. Uh, we traded in a car so we could get, like, a mini tour van, just so we could go on. Uh, the first tour we did uh, was Chicago. Uh, we uh, we got the van for that. My dad went out and got it, and he's, he just does everything he possibly can to help us. Uh, and he just cares so much, and that's what makes us want to work even harder. What would you say to anybody that's brand new, um, just starting out in music that might be in grade school, middle school, high school? What are the things that they should be doing to succeed? I guess staying true to your music and not really trying to sell out right away and just believing in the music you make and keep playing as many shows as you can and keep playing uh, no matter how bad the gigs are. If you're just starting out, you just gotta, you got to yeah, do them, put in the work. Yeah, I feel like there's a... Uh, in this day and age with YouTube and everything, people want to be uh, internet stars. But, like, the most important thing for a band is to go out and play as many shows as you can. That's what we did. Uh, Four-hour shows out on the beach bars, you know, in the heat. Just trying to learn our craft and learn what it's like to play in front of the audience and what they like and don't like. That's the really only way, I'd say, to do it. you got to get out and play. You can't expect to be internet famous. And you can't expect to go on one of these shows and just be an overnight success. You have to work hard. And meeting people face-to-face, -face, I think, Support. is really... So, any parting words of wisdom? Um, I'm just really excited for GMF. It's our uh, first festival in a while. We did the Clearwater Jazz Holiday in 2013, but we haven't done a major festival since, so we're so excited to get back on a festival stage. It's going to be awesome. Anything else you want to say? Check out our website for more information, com, Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we update it daily. So. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Rock at Night. Thanks for the intro melody. It's called Get On Down by Billy Bass Alford. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>